Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this episode, I'm going to recount my experience as it were one of my, one of the first times I got to speak in front of a audience to talk about video. And I've been talking about these tips on the podcast for the past week. It's really different experience when you're in front of an audience and you start to speak and they're paying attention, right? That's the most freakiest thing is when people are paying attention to your words and, and you're like, all right, I got to make sure that I say the right thing. It was a mind-boggling experience that I got to experience yesterday. Luckily, my friend and my friend and my friend was um, happy enough to come up on the stage with me because he saw from the corner that I was nervous and losing my words. But I was catching on. I was just getting warmed up, right? It takes a little bit, but people were probably getting anxious. So what did I talk about? And how did it go? Well, I talked about at least four or five tips on video and I got back a barrage of questions because people wanted to know they came prepared for their questions and it was uh, it was good to hear some intelligent questions some simple ones of course and I was able to um, answer those questions accurately and of course uh, Rod Ferrier helped a lot as well he came up and he would set up the question with a with a proper answer and uh, proper question or, or it was just it was just different um, I recorded a video it's I shot it in 4k and of the entire event or stuff happening up there and it's 38 gigabytes <laughs> it's pretty big I need to share it with Rod uh, I will share it once I'm in Wi-Fi range so I don't want to be eating up my data on my iPad because I've already gone over 53 gigabytes of data on my iPhone because Google Photos decided to back up my entire library in the background on cellular data so I was like nope no don't do that and uh, I'm getting good I'm still getting unlimited data but they sent the message saying that hey if if there is some congestion in an area, you might experience lower speeds of data. Like, all right, be careful. So the video experience was good. Talking about it, answering questions, 
and standing up there sweating profusely my entire forehead was wet and I could feel it and I was like should I wipe it should I just leave it up there I should have wiped it now that I look at the footage of the video now why did I shoot the video in 4k well one of the reasons you want to shoot video in 4k is so that you've got all the detail that you can work with you can downsample that video later on for editing and for posting but capturing it in the highest resolution possible is a good way to go especially if you're recording your video on a mobile device now, I've mentioned this before but mobile device has a video sensor photo sensor the size of your fingertip sometimes even smaller fingertip size would be a pretty nice size sensor actually so yeah you want to shoot as high as possible um, and then downsample it so what are the tips that I talked about let me get into those tips and then I can talk about stuff that I missed out so the first tip that I talked about was lighting having adequate lighting for your subjects for yourself if you're doing a self video you want to make sure that you have adequate lighting especially if you're indoors if you're shooting video outdoors you want to avoid direct sunlight so be in the shade and shoot that video because you can have plenty of lighting make sure the Sun is not behind you some of the good times of shooting is in the shade when the Sun is right directly above you you can even shoot video in nice cloudy weather because that creates diffused lighting and diffused lighting is the best kind of lighting it avoids that harsh shadows which uh, sometimes come as off-putting so having good lighting is important and I had uh, two types of lights up a, a rectangular LED panel which was not bright enough for my liking for the setup that I that we had again anytime you're setting up a video the light source is going to be closer to your face rather than far away where I had it a big soft box with a with a even brighter light would have been the perfect thing to go with but since we're just showing off the kind of equipment you want you need um, it was good enough the second one was a ring light a ring light is an amazing invention a big ring light as big as uh, 18 inches or even 20 inches what that enables is you can put the camera right in the middle of the ring and now you have lights coming all around your face and cutting out all of that shadow that you might get if for, for from a single directional light so important to have different types of lights set up and there's there's a ton of video there's a ton of 
content out there on what to do with lighting when you're setting it up for a video shoot. The second tip that I talked about was the orientation of your camera. Do you want to do it horizontal video or landscape or do you want to do portrait video which is vertical? Now I didn't go too deep into it but I did mention that because we are consuming content in two forms we're consuming content vertically on our phones on our tablets not so much on, on tablets but mostly on phones and we're using our mobile phone a lot more there's a lot more audience around it so we're using vertical video for that whereas anytime you want to publish video that goes on a television that goes on YouTube that goes on for an advertisement <clears throat> you want to figure out if it's going to go for a vertical audience vertical viewing audience or horizontal and you can even shoot video in both formats you can have a vertical phone setup and a horizontal there's uh, setups that you can do where you're shooting both types of video for the same content what does what it does is now you're enabling multiple audiences of multiple <coughs> ability to watch and consume your content vertical video was popularized by snapchat teenagers millennials were using smartphones excessively and we're creating content we're, we're consuming content so when you're creating vertical video it's just going to be consumed on the phone right a lot of the apps these days are also supporting vertical video such as YouTube Facebook Instagram LinkedIn musically or their new name as TikTok. so yeah you know it it all comes down to who's your target audience where is this video going to play if your target audience is somebody who's not in this age group then you want to create horizontal video horizontal video is great for larger uh, televisions YouTube larger audience more general audience you'll see vertical video or sorry more larger audience reach you want to do horizontal video because that's the standard movies films the shot on excessively wide angle uh, cinemascope etc format anamorphic you name it right they're all horizontal landscape format video so you want to figure out those things before you start shooting before you do your go into your production and figure out what you're going to do the third point that I talked about was about stabilization now I wanted to go into audio but Rod said no we should talk about stabilization because you don't want shaky video you don't want to present shaky video to your audience audience wants to see stabilized video that's shot clean and it's shot so it's stabilized meaning you're not shaking the camera or there's not a lot of shaky movement happening because that way you have 
the full attention of your audience, the full attention of the viewer. There's multiple ways to stabilize video. One, have a stable hand. Two, have a tripod. Three, have a three-axis gimbal such as a DJI Osmo, a Smooth. There's many different brands. Uh, you get to pick which one you want. The one that I prefer is a DJI Osmo 2. Why? Because it enables you facial tracking. So if you're doing a selfie video, it will track your face with a little green box. And you could be walking, you can be moving around, and it'll track you um, as much as it can. It'll keep you in the center of the frame. So it's a great way to go about shooting video with a gimbal. Again, the cost of these gimbals can vary anywhere from $50 to $160, $300. It all comes down to what's going to serve your purpose. Stabilized video. Tripods is a great way to start. There's multiple ways you can have a tripod. You can have a tripod that's on the ground. You can have a tripod attach your phone to a mirror on the desktop, wherever it is. As long as your phone, your iPad is stabilized and sitting there while you're recording a video, you're golden. The fourth one is a very, very, very important and this can either make or break your video. The other half, the better half of video is audio. You gotta make sure that you have either you're talking in a voice that the microphone on the phone will catch and it's easily um, what's the word it's easily discernible of what you're talking about of of your sound or your sound hmm. or have a dedicated microphone an external dedicated microphone just so it can catch your audio just so it can catch you speaking directly into the microphone is extremely essential there's several different ways that you can get a dedicated microphone. You can get a Bluetooth headset that will connect to your phone and record audio through this Bluetooth headset. You can use Apple AirPods. You, you don't need to use both of them. You can just put put one in your ear and it can, it can easily be hidden uh, with your hair or not showing it to the camera. It doesn't matter. As long as you have good audio coming through, people will watch your video because they can hear what you're saying. So that's number four. The fifth point that we talked about was, sure, you've got good audio, but you also want to add a nice soundtrack. A good soundtrack, a subtle sound to set the mood of the video. And it it shows through in the beginning of the video so as soon as you start the video you have your words you have your talk going you're talking and you got a little music going on and then you can raise the volume of that music and have your intro and then you go into the video of what's going on 
it's a great way to get people connected in and and go and watch now for LinkedIn this is essentially important because the first when you upload video the first frame is the thumbnail that LinkedIn will use for your video in YouTube you have the option of selecting the different thumb thumbnails what's going to show on the video list but on LinkedIn they always take the first frame so the first frame if it's got good information you can then remove it and go into what you're talking about is a perfect way to go about it so you got music you've got your intro what else should I talk about that I wanted to yesterday uh, tip number six that I did talk about but didn't label it as such was using of dedicated video apps to record your video what this enables you is to you're able to dial in the perfect setting you can dial in focus points you can dial in the color you can dial in a lot of cool things using dedicated video apps the app that I suggested everybody should be using is Filmic Pro. Now, Filmic Pro is, was the one app that was used by Steven Soddenberg to shoot video for his film. The all it also lets you select your external microphones as well as the different types of resolution, video resolution, uh, aspect ratio all these things that you might not be able to select when you're shooting using other apps for video editing the app that I suggested was video leap so we talked about five things so far number one having good lighting figure out your orientation for the purpose that the video is going to be for and three stabilization of your video number four having good audio five good soundtrack now rod has put together a list a library of excellent audio that can be accessed to the linkedin local nova com members group so if you are part of it or you would like access to it let me know and I can get you the link to sign up it's free I believe yeah one of the other important points that I forgot to mention is avoid using digital zoom now I've talked about this on previous episodes but I just wanted to reiterate here do not use digital zoom if you don't need to especially if you're recording yourself you can move the camera back and forth making sure you have the best framing available the best framing set up because using digital zoom degrades the quality of your video if you have a dual lens camera a dual lens phone you can switch between the two lenses and get that 50% more 
close-up shot. So you have the wide-angle lens and then the telephoto lens. Telephoto lens does have a, a lower f-stop, oh, sorry, a higher f-stop. So if you have good lighting, you should be perfectly fine. But if you're, if you're lacking some lighting, then you might want to check your results of what's going on. So yeah, those are some of the tips that I talked about. I was just looking through my notes and I have a list of 40 tips that I've put together. And for that 40 tips, I will be creating a PDF. There's a total of uh, at least 40 items between 30, 30 to 40 items. Um, it's it's going to be a long list. Um, great tips for anybody starting videography on the mobile phone, on their iPads, just to get going because number one, you don't want to spend thousands of dollars getting dedicated cameras when you're going to be shooting when you're going to be needing a lot more than just the cameras itself. You need a dedicated computer, you need dedicated everything. But the mobile phone is so powerful now that you can edit these videos that you put together on your mobile device. So, thanks for listening. I hope you come back for some more episodes. Uh, it was a great experience speaking to an audience that was paying so much attention. I might have missed some questions. I think some people wanted to ask some questions and I didn't get a chance to ask them or they didn't get a chance to speak up. Thank you again so much. Catch you on the next episode. Take care.